All right, let's do it. Making plans with the boys. I'm going to hit the town. Your mother. Let's talk about my mother. Your mother just don't saved. talk. Yes, she is. Oh, we're on. What? Wow. I said my mother's a saint. Yeah, that's surprising. I'm shocked. I talk good about my mother. I always say, "Don't say that." I don't talk bad about my mom. Now, <laughs> just so you know, this is pissing me off because now we're supposed to get on with the podcast, and you just said all that shit about our health care insurance, and I'm pissed. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. I'm oh, just joking. Yeah, no, now, now, see, this is what you do. You're like, when I catch you at something, when I catch you doing something like that, you know what you do? You know, it's it's all so confusing right now. I, I, you know, I, I really don't know what's going on. It, it's, all so, it's all so confusing. You just got caught. I've been giving you... Babe, you see the statement every month. No, I don't. I see you tell me every month, Here, give me the money for the bills. I do. And part of that is 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 health insurance payments. Right. One for us and one for the kid. Right. I got it. Now you just told me for 10 months last year, <laughs> you didn't have to pay ours. But I didn't spend it on anything else. The credit card is always maxed out and I pay it off and then you pay bills. I don't then use I pay it for anything off, else. And then I pay bills and then I pay it off and I pay bills. There should be 10 months worth of worth of premiums on that part of it still somewhere. I haven't used that credit card for anything else. Okay, I, I don't care. I'm telling you that the, the math is, is, is not wrong. You, you, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm sitting here going, also, I've only paid the bills. I'm just telling you that, that, that I've given you that money every month. I've made sure you've had it. And now you're telling me 10 months you didn't have to pay it. Where the fuck is 10 months worth of those premiums? Well, I know the water bill has been outrageous more than we've ever budgeted. You're going to blame this on the water bill. I'm, I'm so going to find out what you did. Go ahead. You're in so much trouble. Go ahead. You, I'm not worried about it. You you should be. You should be scared. This is. I a, am not taking it in the ass for you, okay? This is a, <laughs> this is a divorceable offense. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> oh, really? All right. So, I think you've had a wife that's been worse than me, so shut up. Oh, I've yeah, I've, no, I've had lots of people in my life, my life worse than you. That's yeah, and you yell at me, and I don't buy anything for me ever. Like no shit, I don't go shopping. Every, oh, I'd love to go to Target every week. That would be like the greatest field trip. It's ever. just tar- field trip. <laughs> I want to go to Target every week, like every Tuesday. Can I go to Target, or maybe every other Tuesday? You know what? No, you can't. You have to stay here and service my needs. I'm hungry. I have needs. You can't leave. They have what Uber for that. <laughs> they don't have Uber for the things I want. All right. I'm sure they can accommodate you somehow. Okay. Isn't that called Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Twitter? And Is it Tinder? Twitter and Tinder? I don't know. I don't know either. <clears throat> so, uh, last week. Wait, you didn't even, are we live? You didn't even say, hey. We're doing a podcast. Or- oh, uh, welcome to the Gen X Talks podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from around the world, thanks for gathering in. 
Pull up close to the radio, turn the fire pit down. Let's see what's going on next. Turn the fire pit down? Well, they run on gas now, don't they? What? You just pulled that out of your ass? Like, what? I don't know. I was thinking about... I- Who does that? Try it again. <laughs> you want me to start over again? Yes, that was horrible. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from all around the world, thanks for tuning in to Gen X Talks Podcast. It's Gen X Mom and the General, Gen X Dad. Turn your radios up, gather around, get a warm blanket and a hot cup of cocoa, and hang on. Okay, now <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Okay, I pulled that out of my ass. Does that count? G-E-N-X Radio. <laughs> on the Gen X Talks Radio Network. <laughs> That's our call sign. It is. G-E-N-X G no it's it's four letters. I just did G E N X. But you didn't have the T in there. That'd be Why is there a T? Gen X talks. I just talks. did Gen X Radio. G E N X Radio. Wouldn't it be Gen X T Radio? I can't believe we're wasting all this fucking time <laughs> on stupid <laughs> shit. This is what we do all the time. Five minutes of the program has gone by. It took four minutes to get to the intro. Intro. <laughs> intro. 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 Four minutes to get to the intro after I got done yelling at you because you just blew that thing on me about the medical insurance right before I hit record. That's bullshit, by the oh, way. Oh, whatever. All right. I'm really worried. Yeah, you live in fear. What are we doing today? Why are we We're, here? What are we doing? Because because last time you ambushed me with those personal questions from the viewers about me. That's such a strong word, ambush. You Did you tell me it was coming? No. Then blindsided, ambushed, bamboozled, gang piled on, whatever you want. Didn't like call. look like you were really upset about it when we were doing it. Hey, that is because I am a trained and gifted professional. That's uh, that's how I was able who to Who lied handle. to you? <laughs> that's how I was able to handle it with such ease. Yeah, when you look at me, look at me right now. Style and grace. Isn't that what you see? Mm. Yeah. Come on, say it. <laughs> I can think of a few other words, but okay. You know. So now I told all the listeners, and we went into the, we got into the. They're case. not interested in me. They are more interested in you than me by far. I'm the person behind the scenes. Yeah. Just the voice on the radio. Well, they're interested in in stories from the voice. So. Oh my gosh. Um, I have pass. <laughs> I have 695 questions. Let's get through them as quickly as possible. All right. Um, one person asked, do you have a college degree? And if so, what in? Pass. <laughs> <You're not> gonna... <laughs> Next question. No, you can't do that with all these. That's bullshit. You didn't put down any rules. Okay. Oh, here's rule number one. Oh, you can't... now we have rules. <laughs> you can't pass. Come on. <laughs> All right. Wait, you know what? You know what I have for my degree, and you're just going to make fun of it. I know all the answers to all these questions, and if you don't give the truthful answer, I'm going to jump in and tell people. So you all better, right. you, but don't lie. That's rule number two. <laughs> rule number one is don't pass. Rule number two I can is exaggerate. don't lie. Well, give or take a lie or two. All right. I have a degree in arts of liberal. <laughs> liberal arts. And what does that mean exactly? Actually, years ago, that's how that's how you became a teacher was got a liberal arts degree. Really, that's the truth. Yeah, that's the truth. That's Is what there, I was going for in the eighties when I first was becoming a teacher. When I went down that road, they didn't really have like a. It was like preschool education, but then you had to be in a liberal arts, and then you went over into like 
secondary education or high school. You ha- but you had to start off with like a liberal arts. Degree. So is this a what type of degree is this you've got? It's an AA associate's okay. two year. So if you did if you if you got that degree, obviously you don't get that degree and then run out there and get a job necessarily with that. No, I can't be a teacher yet. No, but what what would have been next? And I don't mean next is a bachelor's degree, duh. But I mean, what would have it entailed next? Would it have been the same thing, a more advanced liberal arts degree, or do you do you build on that with something else like a teaching degree? I would go if I was to go back to school today. I would go towards a bachelor's because you need that now to be a in, teacher in education. They have okay. an education field, right. but still, you have to specify. You know, are you going to do uh, secondary? Are you going to do, you know, But I guess my question is they they wouldn't call it a, like you say, I have an AA degree in liberal arts. When you got the bachelor's, would you still say I have a bachelor's degree in liberal arts? No, it'd be an education. Bachelor of science, I believe. Okay, fair enough. Good. So liberal arts is just basically I did all my general. Okay. All right. That makes sense. With no specific. Question number two, what is the best job you have ever had? Oh, my goodness. Now, that's like a real paying punch the clock. Don't say, oh, being a mother was the greatest job or being a wife. No, they meant a real, like a nine-to-five job. Um, well, two come to mind that I absolutely loved. Okay. Right out of high school, I worked at a florist, mm-hmm. and that was so much fun. Um, I learned a lot about flowers. It was down in Burbank, California, so we had a lot of uh, deliveries to the studios. I got to go behind the yeah. scenes and on all the studio lots down there. One of my favorite things was every day, I was the one that made bud vases, like put a little vase with a rose or something, whatever flower I wanted to, and I delivered it to the Tonight Show every day at 3.15, I believe it had to be there, in the green rooms of all the celebrities that were really? going to be on there. Yeah. So wow. sometimes I'd run into them. I saw Johnny Carson a couple times, didn't get close to him to say anything, but right. I got, I was so in with the security team, right. I got onto the lot, I got into the studio, I got into the dressing rooms, I placed it, I knew who was going to be on the Tonight Show that night. Wow. You could go but home I, and tell your mom that then and say, hey, guess who's going to yes, be on Yes, but it was nice because I made the flowers for them in their dressing room. So that was very You cool. know what? In all the years I've known you, we've known each other since we were five years old, I never knew that part of the really? story about the, no, you've never told me that part. About oh, the that was my show. job. Monday through Friday, I had to do that. The other thing was I went on deliveries. If it was a movie star we were delivering to because since we had all the studio accounts, they right. would they would send flowers to actresses right. and, or sports people. And I've met quite a few at their own homes. I knew where they lived and we would always jump in there to go do it. it was well, I'm just fun. saying that Johnny Carson thing, I yeah. never knew you did that uh, for the tables in the green rooms. That is I far did. I did in the dressing rooms. The other one I said was working for the general manager of May Company Department Stores in North Hollywood. At 21 years old, I had so much power in that department store. It was amazing being I've, the general managers. Now, see, that story I knew, but yeah. the other one I didn't. I'm still stuck on the Johnny Carson. That's okay. That's, that was, right. that's why I said I go, I'm, I'm torn between, I think probably the florist was a lot more fun. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question. <clears throat> okay, here's a tough one. Question 2.5. It's not quite question three. What, uh, there's, it's kind of a two-handed question. It could be just a real quick answer. What, what's the one part of being a wife that Gen X dad wishes you could be better at? And what part would you think as a wife you could be better at? Little self-improvement. My wifely duties. 
Well, that's fucking vague. <laughs> Is that for your version or what you think I think? Oh, uh, what I you think I should be better at. Your wifely duties? Yeah, all talking men about think that. <laughs> all men wish for more. Well, we can never have enough badonkana. Okay, exactly. so if you had to look at yourself and say, what area would you think you should improve on as a wife? Like what? That one, probably. The same one that I think? We're on the same page? Yes. I think you need to be better at badonkadonk? I think I'm decent at cooking, cleaning. I hate cleaning the house, but it's. I mean, if I have to, I can. So what's the part that you think I would say, badonkadonk, step up your game? What do you think? I think the same thing. So you admit it. Yes. You admit. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, please write this date down. She has admitted that she has a shortcoming. I tell you. All right. <laughs> We're going to circle back to well, that. Well, I one. hope so. <laughs> I am not perfect. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Don't start with me on that shit. All right. Well, this is kind of funny. Uh, number three says, number three, from the, from the listening audience, have you ever met a celebrity? Oh, well, there you go. Many. <laughs> Who's okay? Well, then we'll change that one. What celebrity pops into mind that you got to meet right now? Yeah, Lyle Alzado. You He's got to one. meet Lyle Alzado. Yeah, at his house. He lived in Studio City up in the hills. You got to meet Lyle Alzado. I did. That's who came to mind. Wow. I remember jumping in the delivery van because I saw his name on the thing, and I go, "I just want to see him." And when he opened the door, I can visualize him right now. He filled the freaking doorway i was like my eyes got super big and was like holy shit he's wow. ginormous but was he nice really nice guy uh harry hamlin was another one that i met you met lyle alzado now I don't <clears throat> you now i'm jealous oh i've met so many i can't even <sighs> all right let's see question number four what is it like being married to the general at home or in public um fun it's it can be challenging at times when you're frustrated with gen x talks or stuff like that but most of the time we have a blast together we have so much fun um but over the course of the years i know when to step away from you to give you space and and when to pop my head in and go okay honey uh let me help you so i was gonna add it's that. a nice little balance i would say Yes, to that, but I also wanted to, uh, you, you said pop your head and I would have added you do know when it's time to be encouraging. It, it's kind of unusual, but you know just what to say, just enough to get me back on track. That's very good about that. Did good there. All right. So uh, I think we're in a new chapter of our life. I like that we're home now together because so many years that I was being the wife and mom, I was yeah. on my own a lot. and a lot. it's. It's nice to have my best friend to hang out with and just spend the day together. You know, and we get had, to kind of plan our day. We've had two years now where we've been home together. We haven't killed each other yet. No. Not yet. Not yet. Not, yet. Not that we haven't tried, but. <laughs> Don't think right. it hasn't crossed my mind. <laughs> uh, question number five. Now, ladies and gentlemen, she's going to lie, but we'll try. Number five. Do you have a favorite child? Yes. <laughs> that's all i have to say you're not gonna say who no no i don't have to all right that's well, not what you said technically you did answer the question okay uh number six See, and he thought i was gonna lie i did no i love all my children equally they're all special in a mother's eyes blah 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 blah, blah, blah. right out of dr spock's book why do i have to lie now you don't 
You don't have to. There's but, no, I don't have to lie. But that's the answer you gave like five years ago to that type of question. The kids, mom, do you have a favorite one? Oh, no, no. I love all of you the same. I've heard you say it. Don't deny it. Why do I have to lie? I don't know. You did back then. Uh, let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. He does a lot of this talking to himself stuff. Just so you know. You know what? I, I was talking to my friends. My friends are out there listening even when you're not. Okay? All right. Number six, if you were only allowed to pass along one piece of advice to your daughters about being married, you pull your daughters aside and say, you've only got time for one thing to pass along. What's one thing you would tell them to do to make their marriage successful? Oh, they're already married? Yeah, they're married and they're like, you're li- let's say you were dying and you're like, I only got 10 minutes to live and I know you're married. Here's how I'm going to help you stay married the rest of your life. Always communicate. That's what my mom told me is always communicate. Never go to bed angry. Like just talk. You got to talk things out. Do you think it worked with us? Yes. I do too. But there's time, and I'm going to be honest, there's times that we've gone to bed angry, but I think it's for the best because I think if we would have continued down the road being angry, we would have said some things that we couldn't take back. So sometimes going to neutral corners until we both calm down and meet in the middle and come back and talk, I think that has worked for us. I would say that's true. The, there hasn't been a ton of times no. in 20-some years of marriage, but the times that that's happened, I think if I look back, I remember I would say, looking back, going, yeah, it was better we didn't say any more shit. Right. Plus, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it does take her about a day to realize she's wrong and come back. Yeah, the general's no angel, okay? <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, okay. This one might be a little tough, but it's all preface. It's question number seven. Um, describe high school for you. Some hated it. Um, there's people that really enjoyed high school, but there's a lot of people that hated it and said, I would never do high school again. Fuck high school. You know, it was such a bad experience. Some people floated along like they didn't even know it was there. And some people loved it. So overall, how was high school for you growing up in the 80s? Um, High school from my freshman year to halfway through my senior year was absolutely amazing. The last six months of my senior year wasn't the greatest. I didn't like it. But that was right before graduation. But that's an odd thing to say that you had four years of high school that were great and then all of a sudden six months you like i got from january to june of 86 <laughs> fuck that yeah i mean there were it was it was okay i it wasn't bad but i had broken up with my boyfriend um it yeah. was just a kind of a weird time of the six months because i wasn't dating i didn't date anybody really kind of tough to if you've been going out with circles of friends and stuff yeah it kind of all kind of changed the only thing that kept me sane was i played uh softball you know from february till when i graduated so that kept me focused but um just had like dates here and there but it was just a really odd time and then all of a sudden you graduate and you're gone like high school is gone i was very involved in high school very involved like i didn't get home after school until like 6, 6.30 at night because I was doing something you after school. You were always busy. Yeah, always. I was always, always busy doing something. And then Saturdays. I mean, football games took up every Saturday of my life, yeah. you know, in high school from I'd say like 2 until midnight. Every Saturday I was gone. Okay, just going on the record here, if you hadn't dated an asshole, you might have been <laughs> better off with a guy like me at that time, remember? Oh, no? maybe. 
Uh, well, live and learn. You just wasted six months of your high school. Could That's okay. Perfect. But I would do it over again. Absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, 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 uh. What is the, this is question number eight. Why are we numbering them? I don't, well, there are numbered on my paper. Do you not want me to say the number? <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead. Well, then why are you questioning? You just it just sounds it funny. Number eight. All right, I won't say the number anymore. Jesus, what a stupid fucking woman. To quote uh, one of the greatest philosophers of, of our time, time Iceman ben from Botfish, who looked Bodfish. across the table at me one night and said, Chicks, Chicks man. man. Chicks. I was just talking to him. Yeah, I know you were. You're making, you're mocking me now, right? You know that. You um, sound like Buzz Lightyear, or, yeah, Buzz Lightyear, you're, you're mocking, mocking me. me. Uh, what is the best and the worst part for you of Gen X Talks. Ooh. Yeah. The worst part is I don't have enough hours in the day to do everything that's on my to-do list. Plus all the other things. Yeah. But that's like a, that's a normal job. You know, there's yeah. always tomorrow. Um, the part I like is the interaction interaction with everybody and, and just meeting so many people, like-minded yeah. people out there in the world. I love that. I love reading the emails. I love connecting with people. I love meeting the people that we have met. We just had lunch with one today. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. Even if it's a, just a brief moment in time, I've really enjoyed it. And the, and the doors that have opened up. I mean, I'm kind of like on the backside, kind of reaping the benefits of the two of you. So it's kind of fun to, yeah. to walk in. So that's... That's really neat. But well, the work involved with it, it it's a full-time job. Even just, and your part is kind of a smaller part of Gen X Talks, and it keeps you very busy. Very busy. Yeah. Very, very busy. We had lunch with Eric today, Eric Leroy. Yeah, he's, we did. He's really a member, nice he's Bottom of the Glass Nation guy. Yeah, yeah, fucking cool cat, man. It was fun. And you know what the best part was? What? He paid? He paid. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, 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 All right. Here's an honest question. It's an honest question, really. You're it's, not gonna. There's no. no it's not there's a, a lying question. It's not a dishonest question. Do you think that Gen X Dad has ever cheated on you? No, I don't think you have. No, I have not. Just want to make sure. <laughs> I maybe I should do the Bill Clinton. What do you consider cheating <laughs> yeah. right now? What, now, are, the second, what now. are the rules of the cheating? You know, if the NFL can do all these <laughs> rules, what's cheating? Well, Bill Clinton legalized one aspect of that for every married man. Yeah, so he got a Hummer and stayed married. <laughs> so I don't know, but no, I don't. Sweetheart, think. I'm just trying to be presidential. <laughs> <laughs> No, you've not cheated on me. Yeah, the only because you know I'd rip your ding dong off. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> no Lorraine Bobbitt stuff going on here. Uh, now, the the that was a trick question. I already knew the answer. I had not. I wanted to see. <laughs> you knew the answer. Thank God. <laughs> I'm really glad you knew the answer to that. I one. just wanted to see how long of a pause before you answered. <laughs> how long was my pause? Nah, you did fine. Two seconds. That's great. But if it went to like five or six or eight seconds where you really had to think about it, that would have meant you were thinking about certain situations. Well, I know he was in that hotel room for a long time. You know, you would have been thinking about something weird like that. We're good. Now, now we're fine. Let's okay, move on. let's move on to let's the next question <laughs> before she changes her mind. Right. <laughs> what hotel room? What, what are you talking about? Um, okay, there's two questions in a row, and they're very similar. And this one is broad. The next one's the same Who question. Who really think people are interested in this stuff about me? 
These are their questions. Oh, okay. So yes is the answer. Okay, I'm just checking. They said, what is the toughest thing you've ever had to deal with in your entire life? Fighting cancer. That is my biggest challenge in my life. That tops having kids. That tops motherhood. That that tops marriage. That tops everything being it was a daily minute by minute battle for you to push i mean you you were fighting and pushing every day there was no days off no there was none i think that was my now when challenges happen nothing i every time something challenging comes up to for us our family or whatever i'm like that's nothing compared to what i went through yeah i mean i don't think there's anything that could top that perspective all right yeah um so the next question is the same but it says uh, what, what's the single toughest thing you have ever gone through in your marriage? And I think we have the same answer. If, some, if someone were to have asked me that about us, what I, I think I have the same answer, but I'll wait to hear from you. Um, one of our children uh, challenging us and being difficult yeah. and not conforming to the family rules and following. You're talking about our oldest daughter? Yeah. Me too. God, I hated that. Fucking was so That was a challenge. That literally, you guys, almost tore us apart. Yeah. And it wasn't even us. We weren't even doing anything wrong. No. It, it was almost, just... it fractured the family so badly. And it wasn't just us. It was the kids. It affected it the affected kids. The it kids, affected us. Everybody. It affected the family on the out. It, was... it affected my job. It affected, yeah. it just fractured. And this dumb girl has the balls a week ago. Yeah. To reach out to extended family. I don't know why dad's so mad at me. And they, they, they tell me, say, well, you know, she reached out to me and she doesn't know why. She, and I, my response was, yes, she does. Yeah. And tell her I never want to fucking see her again. She almost ruined my life. And the fa- everything, she almost tore it apart. And she did it on purpose. It's not like she had a mental illness. It's not like there was something wrong with her. She did it on purpose. That was a long long four, four years. years oh god it was that was bad but yeah. um kind of weird but i think we came out stronger i think so too it it did happen yeah that was the same one i was feeling the same way um this one you might it might take a little bit to answer because there's probably a little story that goes along with your thoughts to explain it so you might have to dig a little deep on this one do you think it's harder to be a mother today in this day and age than it was when you were a girl being raised by your mother or even before then? What's If it's harder, you first question is, is it more difficult? Yes. Or is it the same, which is different problems? No, I think it's harder. Okay, now you have to explain why. Now that you're 50 years old, what are you looking back on? You well, I just see the differences of raising our oldest, who is 30, to Gen Z kid who is uh, 17, 17, 14, you know, a 14 year, 15 year difference. That blows my mind how our parenting style with one is so different than the other. Um, I mean, everybody says the same thing, the social media that, and, but the peer pressure is different. I mean, one thing that I'm thinking about is dating. The word dating is so different from when we were in high school to when our oldest son was in high school to what it is now, which blows my mind. So you're saying 
it would be harder for us as parents, for you yes. as a mother, to navigate your daughters through dating. Yes. Even in the last 15 years. Yes. It's, it's totally evolving so fast. I think it's rapidly, kids are not allowed to be kids anymore. They can't go out and just be a kid. There's so many pressures to be mature, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, or, or to be a grown up or to do grown up things. Um, you know, like cigarettes, when we didn't get into it till like high school, now they're starting at such a young age, you know, just experimenting and stuff. And it just is, blows my mind. I am so thankful that we don't have, we to, don't do have to do that. I look at our kids that have our, you know, our kids that have kids, our grandkids and go, oh my God, I don't know if I want to. That's tough. Want to go through those challenges that are now. So yeah. yeah, I think it's changing and, and I'm sure they'll feel the same way. I think every generation feels that way. It's just I don't, harder. I don't like two aspects of, of raising kids now. One is, is that, Everything is done through your cell phone. Yeah. They can actually become boyfriend and girlfriend through texting. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Dating. They can have a relationship through texting. But it's superficial. And then they can break up with each other through texting. And when you when you catch some of these kids and you know, Gen Z kid has friends and stuff, and you're like, So what the fuck, dude? Oh yeah, I met this girl and then we started dating. I said, What'd you do? Oh, you no, know, we just we just like talk on the phone every night. You do? Well, we text. And we don't talk, you know, but we text. And then three weeks go by and the same kid, you're like, Oh yeah, I broke up with her. I just was done. It really wasn't going anywhere for me. I said, Did you ever hang out in person? He's like, Well, a couple times. Well, then how do you know? How do you know anything? No, it's so you, superficial. It's that's one of them. It you, just is everything. It's the influence of the television. It's the influence of computers. It's, I mean, it it evolved when we were younger, but we still did other things. It was like, ah, uh, it's there. But our parents kicked us out, and and we had to go out and do stuff. But now our whole world revolves around the computer. Everything. Think about all the things. If the computer industry collapsed i don't know if anybody could survive yeah. except us no they wouldn't know X. what to do they'd be lost completely if, if yeah. the internet went down for three days there would be people that there would be kids that need therapy yeah well we were just talking about our daughter at lunch yeah. remember she doesn't know how to read a map no. our millennial daughter does no. not know how to read a map to go around town she has no idea what streets to take by by no. reading them to get home. No. She has to use her GPS on her phone to get places. If I told her, you know, uh, head east on this street, turn left or north on this street, go two miles to this street, turn right or east again, she had no idea what no. I'm talking about. And she would get into a panic attack. Yeah, she would be very upset by that. She has to have Google. And I'm not saying if there's tools out there, don't use them. I'm not saying that. But... If you, you need to know the fundamentals. You, Gen Z kid, we can drive anywhere in Southern California and I can kick him out of the truck on the side of the road and say, point, which way is home? And he'll point. Which way is Los Angeles? He'll point. He knows the geography. He can look at the mountains around him yeah. and go, this is where I'm going. That's what I'm saying. I go, if the internet went down, there'd be a lot of uh, people out there going, oh my God, I can't function. Here's the other thing I don't like. Now... I'm not trying to sound like a dipshit here, okay? I realize what was normal in the 50s 
um, people look at the 60s and go, I'm shocked at what's going on in the 60s. Yeah. Then the 70s kids came around. I'm shocked at what those kids are doing in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. I get it. I get it. Every generation pushes the envelope a little bit. Right. right? I'm not stupid. Right. But I, and I can accept some of that and I can move forward with some of that, even with, even with my kids. But some of the things are so fucking far out in left field and they consider it normal or I'm sorry, they're, they're, they're pushing for it to be to normal. consider it normal that I literally go, okay, there's nowhere else to go. You've gone as far as you can fucking go. You don't, you're not, you're not incrementally going forward. I'll, and I'll tell you this. I didn't share this with you. I was really mad this morning. I was flipping through, uh, I think it was on Facebook reels, looking at our stuff and going over some things and I had to stop and go back. I couldn't believe what I saw. And it was a reaction video. Okay, it was this black woman probably in her mid 20s and she was she had a comment. But the video was a big fat white guy trying to breastfeed a baby. What? And they, they had sh- that on a reel? They had that on a reel. Okay. And the, then they interviewed the guy. He's like 20, 10 seconds or 20 seconds of him and his wife trying to hold this baby to breastfeed him. Then then he's on camera by himself. It cuts real quick. He says, you know, I've been trying. The baby is taking to my breast, but I haven't been able to produce any milk yet. He's not made for that. And I was losing my fucking mind when I saw this. Now, this is, this is 30 seconds, 40 seconds of these two things in this cut. And then the person who put up the video, this, this black girl, very, very nice, very sweet, very well put together. And her face comes on the camera. And she goes, and, and this is all she says. And none of you better criticize this video or you will be banned from Facebook. We're not allowed to speak the truth or facts about what you just saw. Or they, anybody who has, their post gets deleted and their account gets banned. Because people go on and go, hey, just what year? Your first reaction, what yeah, do you say? Like, can't you can't do, do, that. do this, dumbass. It's not, it's not built that way. It's not physically or scientifically possible, moron. But you're not allowed to say it. Because everybody who got this woman, she goes, watch what you say. Uh, if you come across this video, you're going to get banned from it's Facebook. biology. It's yeah. just, it's biology. I... Was losing Anatomy. my fucking mind. Uh, I was. Absent. You restrained yourself. I'm surprised. I was about. I almost. I almost punched this computer. I was so angry. I almost hit the fucking Mac as hard as See, I could. See, stuff like that makes me go, "What is wrong with this world?" Okay, like, so what he, the so hell? If, if that's the push for normal, how much farther can you go than that? That's not an incremental step. This is something that was just. And you're telling me that I have to raise sons and daughters that have to go and present themselves in a world like this yeah. where this is becoming normal are you are you are you fucking insane yeah it's being accepted so the, i know this was a question for you i did not mean to hijack <laughs> your question that's okay but as far as it is it i never thought i would have to raise children that would walk up to me and go hey dad i saw this on on facebook uh what what's this all about and that would never have been a conversation. No. That would never be a conversation on 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 why this even exists. I don't know. I'm mad talking about it again. I'm getting well, angry. Well, let's a shot get of off whiskey. that subject. So yes, it would be more <sighs> difficult now. Fuck, it made me so goddamn mad. 
All right. Where was I? I don't know. Um, well, that was a downer. That was just to piss me off. All right. A question that will remain nameless as to the number of the question. <laughs> nameless? Nameless. Numberless. Numberless. A numberless question. Um, a, a viewer write in says, Genix mom, you always seem so upbeat and you're always so happy. Well, Was there know. ever a time in, you, in your life when you weren't so optimistic about life or your future? Was there ever a dark time when you really weren't sure? Well... Yeah, I can say cancer. That was scary because I didn't know the outcome of how that was going to be. But I hate going always back that because that was just probably my darkest time. But I can relate, and this might relate to a lot of women. There have been times where when Gen X Dad was working 12, 14-hour days and the kids just absolutely drove me insane. It was eight against one. And I remember when Gen X Dad came home one night and I just left out the front door. I yeah. was done. And I remember leaning up against the garage door, sobbing like I lost my shit and just cried so hard. I sli- I remember sliding down the garage door going, I don't know if I could do this. I yeah. don't know if I can be a mom of eight. It was, it was just a really hard time. So I don't want you to think that it's always roses and candy canes and stuff but but it's it was hard because like you hard. said I was gone I was gone yeah. you know you opening up a new business and trying to work on cars and I had to stay late so um you know 13 hour days for yeah. so many years so yeah, yeah I had a couple of those moments um just not so too you, many no, but you've had, but I had some that I just lost it I couldn't do it and I could have been tired it could have been anything that set set me off and I just want those other moms out there to know that well just it happens just so you know the kids have asked me over the years because you've done that more than once where you, not where you're crying against the ground but you left yeah I came in you handed me one of the kids, the baby, <laughs> or you did something and you walked out the door and I, st- I continued on with my stuff and the kids were, Hey, where dad, where did mom go? I go, don't worry about it. Well, is she coming back? Yes. You just got to let her go work this out. Well, she took the car, let her go drive. Cause you, you would do that every yeah. now and then you would go drive and then you'd come back and go, okay, a little time away, a little quiet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was calling my mom. Yeah. I needed her to center me and go, Okay. I need not, you to give me some words of encouragement right now. And so, not very often, but I remember that was a time. Sometimes I'd give you that space and go, and I'd tell the kids, everything's fine. Yeah. And, and I, but I, you know, I also use that with the kids too. There was one time, and I specifically remember this, and this was early on. And I came in the door, you handed me the, the baby. He was like two. And you walked out the door and you got in the car, and I'm like, okay, she needs to go. And I came in and I noticed the kids were little more unruly than usual. <laughs> and I remember sitting him down on the couch. And one daughter, our, our, back then we, she was our nosy daughter that knew everything in the neighborhood. <laughs> she goes, Dad, what, what's wrong with Mom? I go, Mom has to go. She's going to drive. You got to leave her alone for a little bit. And I said, but the reason she's leaving is because of you assholes. <laughs> I, they looked at me like, what? I go, you guys, obviously, I don't even know. She, Mom didn't talk to me, so I have no idea what's going on. But I can guess. I said, you assholes have been so hard on her since you came home from school. She can't take it anymore, and she's got to go drive. Yes. If you guys piss her off 
and she doesn't want to come back anymore, if she doesn't want to be part of this family, if she's angry or she's pissed off, if you've damaged my wife, I'm going to be pissed at all you kids. I will never <laughs> forgive any of you. Now, the part of that that was clever was that when I, when I addressed you as my wife, I go, if you have upset my wife, not their mother, all of a sudden they felt very distant. Like, yes. Wait a second. Your wife, yeah, my girl. I'm in protective mode now. You yes. messed with my girl. Boy, the older kids still like, oh shit. Yeah, dad's dad's now, home. Yeah, dad's in the mode of protecting his woman and we crossed the line and yeah. we shouldn't have. They they knew, you know. But then you you came back and you sat down and boy, all the kids when you came back that time, every one of them was like, Mom, we're sorry. Let me sweep up the let me dump the trash. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sometimes awesome. I just needed to put myself in a timeout. And those yeah. are okay. That's what I want to tell people is it's okay to take a time out. Well, and as, as I, I didn't have any problem telling the kids, you fucking made her leave. <laughs> what great kids are you? You got, you so terrible. Your mother left the house. Wow. Good job. Because asshole. there was nowhere to escape in the house. I, Moms will understand. You can't <laughs> even go to the bathroom. Like they're knocking at the door. So your best thing is to get in the car and just go like just I didn't like fine. disappear. I didn't go away for the night. I just needed like no. You were maybe you know, not an hour. Yeah, least. thirty minutes, an hour. I would just just, just drive. I'm just pointing out that I didn't waste a good crisis. <laughs> yes, I noticed. <laughs> I don't know. Don't follow me. That's bad parenting. Don't do that. But it worked for us. It really centered those kids. Um, okay, another another numberless question. And you might have to think for a minute on this. And if you if if there's something that's embarrassing, you don't have to bring it up. It's okay. But what is the single most scary moment you've ever been in in your life? And don't don't pick cancer again. <laughs> I know. No. Um. I mean the single most like um, the single most worst situation you went. Oh shit. What am I going to fucking do? Something that really scared you. Now, I know you, so I know nothing's ever turned out so bad. You know, you didn't, you never got attacked with a knife. You know what I mean? I know. No. Well, so whatever story you're going to say, I know that there's, we're, we're going to maybe hear something heart pounding, but in the end, you're okay because I know nothing super traumatic like that. I know, I know a story that pops in my head quite often. I mean, you know, more right. than just the usual. most scariest moment. But it was when I was younger. And I think I've told you the story, um, traveling across country, I remember my sister being in the car and my mom and dad, and we were, oh, I think we were in Wyoming in that area, whatever. And we had been driving, we were driving cross country and we were going over this two lane highway and it had hills. I can picture it. And out in the distance, you could see a huge electrical storm happening and my dad was watching it, and we were tr we was we were in the middle of nowhere. It was just farms. You're obviously trying to get somewhere. Yeah, we were. My my dad was trying to get to the nearest town before the storm. He didn't want to get caught in it, and then we were gonna, you know, stay there for the night. Right. But the storm was coming fast, and so my dad was driving pretty fast too, probably too fast for a two lane highway. And we were going up and down these hills, up and down these hills. And I remember my dad saying to my mom. Hopefully, we don't run into any cattle on the road. Cattle. And you could see them on either side, you know. But there's and, fences, But there's right? fences. Yeah. And we had gone down this dip not 
much longer after that. And we came back up to the top of it. And I can right now visualize the cows that were on the highway. So you was, these they weren't really like steep hills. You're talking about little, little hill, like r- little bump, little rises yes. and lows in the road up yes. and down. So you okay? So but, you couldn't see over the other side. What as kids we used to call little whoopty doos, yeah, ups and downs. Okay. So you couldn't see what was on the other side until right. you got to the top. Well, we had got to the top of this one whoopty doo, and all I heard was my dad go, "Oh shit!" And the car swerved right, swerved left, swerved back around. And I just remember hitting my head on the glass, you know, because we weren't wearing seatbelts. And my dad pulled off on the side of the road and we looked at each other and we were all fine. The car was fine. We turned back and there were cows on both sides of the road and one in the middle of the road. And my dad missed them. Wait, they were on the sides of the road or in the lanes? They were in the sides of the road. The lanes were open. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was one in the middle and a bunch is on the, it was like they got through the fence. Yeah. And my dad, there was just enough room for my dad to swerve around them. Oh, okay. And that comes in my mind a lot. Like when we're traveling or something, I remember that. And I remember as soon as we came to the nearest town, even my mom will tell you the story. She used to tell all the time. We hit the first hotel, motel at that time. They only had a, a room with dirty sheets, and my parents were like, don't care, we're done, we're in this room. My, it shook my dad, it shook my it shook all of us. Like We could have died out yeah. there on the thing. Middle of the we could have been out there for hours because there was no traffic out there. And, and your car gets messed up when you hit a cow. Yeah. It didn't just a, bend a fender. So, you know, after it calmed down, my dad explained to us how dangerous that was. We could, there could have been some things. So, I, yeah, that was probably one of the scariest situations i have ever I had a similar like that i used to catch a ride from redmond oregon to madras oregon early in the morning and uh, working as a mechanic up there and and uh from from redmond to madras was farmland and they had you know just nothing with rocks and desert and shrubs but then there was farmland with cattle and we came around a corner one time kind of a blind corner doing 60 on our way to work i wasn't driving and there were six cows right in the middle of the road. Yeah. And they never moved. That's We were thankful they didn't move for us And either. this guy weaved in and out of them and stopped and went, holy shit. And, we, you know, he didn't, he, he made it. We didn't hit anything. Yeah. But I th- I'm from LA. <laughs> I'm from this. I'm from the city. This is, I'm like, the fuck are cows doing on the goddamn road? This is bullshit. And you know what he told me? His only thing he told me, it wasn't like, hey, we made it. It wasn't. It, it, he said, you know, if we'd have hit one of those, we'd have had to pay for it. What? Yeah, in Oregon. Oh, because it's a in Oregon income. If a cow gets on the road, it's not the guy. It's not the fence or the guys. Who owns it. No, 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 no. If you hit him, you got to pay. Ouch. So I'm like, all right. Well, how much is a fucking cow worth? He goes a lot. Yeah, he goes. Well, the cheap one's worth fifteen hundred bucks, but we can go as far as like ten grand for a cow. Like, <laughs> Wait a second. What? Yeah. His cow gets out on the road, and if we hit it, we're in trouble? Fuck that. Put your cows away. I, I think the the part of my story is my dad had just said it. Like, oh, I hope those cows stay on the fence. I mean, he literally yeah. said it, like, right before it happened. He knew. And so I kind of looked at my dad like, whoa. like. Well, yeah. I thought you were going to tell that time that you locked your keys in the car at the Rose Parade and you felt all alone or you locked one of our kids in the car, remember? I thought you were going to say one of those stories. Oh, I had that. That was okay. That was a little, people were cool about that I one. Know, that wasn't very I long. I thought you were upset, like, huh, 
my my worst thing was I locked my daughter in the car for yeah, but luckily she was old enough that she could unbuckle herself and get herself out of it. Now it do you see bad. if you'd have treated her like Gen X and no seatbelt, we would have been okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, that was that one. Every once in a while, that story pops in my head. So. All right, so, so uh, did I answer everybody's questions? No, How still boring is this podcast? I found it interesting. I learned some stuff about you I didn't know, so there had to have been some other stuff. A little background on Gen X mom. Okay, Every, well, I hope you, everybody You're not it. just a pretty voice and a smile, see? Aww. Um, uh, last unnumbered question. Okay. Uh, other than the general being so handsome. Wow. What is the one quality you like about him the most? His voice. Yeah? I've always loved your voice. I will attest that, you know, no one has ever said anything about my voice until all those years ago when we were talking on the phone. Yeah. And you said, oh, my God, I just want to hear your voice. And I was like, I thought you were kidding. No. I thought you were just saying that. No. And then it was kind of weird. It's after you said that, like over the next five years, <laughs> I started noticing people going, hey, you got a, your voice. And I'm like, all right, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's your voice. I love your voice. I love listening to it. It calms me. You don't like that I protect you. You don't like that I provide for you. It's my voice, huh? It's your we voice. We could live in a cardboard shack behind the train tracks, and as long as my voice works, we're okay. We're good. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> I will miss it someday. Oh, well, although I have all these videos, yeah, huh? <laughs> you got all the kids' videos. And uh, your, the harem girls sure want me to start. They, they send me scripts. Here, General, could you read this into the microphone and send it to me? No, he's mine. <laughs> <laughs> he's mine. Oh, my God. Well, see, now your questions were, um, were a little bit more, I don't know. Personal. Yeah, maybe that's the word. <laughs> I want to say personal. Those were some interesting questions they wanted to know some stuff that i haven't thought of in years well i left some of the questions out because i was afraid your brother would hear the podcast <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm like no nah, well, well people want to know they they don't they're not, they're not everything graphic but they're they were badonkadonk questions no and, some things have to be personal like yeah, well i didn't ask kept no i didn't personal I figured your brother had already had enough moments of like you did what? <laughs> yeah. Let's not shock him into death, okay? No, yeah, he doesn't need a heart attack. He's getting ready to retire. He don't want to age him that much. <laughs> no. He wants to know his baby sister is... His baby is, sister. Yes. <laughs> I. Uh, but I have lived. That I have. Well, yeah. No, but I meant like lived. Like. No, no, I know. you. If This is what scares me, okay? I had all that time with your mother by myself. No one was around. Right. And she literally just told stories after stories after stories. And uh, she didn't even care. No. I'm not her child. Right. And uh, her husband was gone. She had no problem sharing some stuff that my jaw was dropping. And then I think of you and I'm like, all right, well, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree <laughs> with that. Now, her stories um, were like risque, maybe uh, I would say four out of ten your stories your risque stories are probably six out of ten you don't want to get worried about your daughter my daughter <laughs> yes i'm worried i sit and go oh shit if this cycle continues and 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 the envelope gets pushed a little more oh fuck we're in trouble we're in now hope it's not our responsibility anymore <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but you know what I hope? I hope that she has the courtesy uh, to wait till I'm dead. <laughs> oh, my she, gosh. Then she can tell or talk about or whatever. It's like, just just wait till I'm gone, okay? <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, it's just, you know, uh, it, it's just, I think it's hereditary. <laughs> it's hereditary. It, with you girls, I do. I honestly do. Maybe. All right, well, so that was it. That's basically wraps up all of the unnumbered, because I'm not allowed to say numbers anymore, well, questions. it just sounded weird. Well, I think it wouldn't have sounded weird if I told you how many there were total. If I would have said we're on question 8 of 14 or something, that might have been better. But I don't, I just started, they're, they're numbered. I had to number them in the page. I wish you guys could see my look. I'm just, you are if seriously, I had a bullshit bell, I'd be ringing it like You crazy. are rolling your eyes harder than I've ever seen you uh, do it. You're looking up to heaven like, God, please help me. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I is, ask him that daily. It's just you, <laughs> it's just you and me here. Yes. What, you, what are you asking for? Oh, gosh. We what? don't have enough time to talk about that. Your life is so perfect. I mean. Oh, perfect. Just say it once and I'm okay. Perfect. That's twice. Now I'm getting mad. <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is, I mean, how many women would trade places with you if oh. they knew that their job was to sit around all day and worship me? Oh, man. I'm telling Maybe you. Maybe that should be a poll. <laughs> Before any of you want to do that, talk to me. <laughs> There's a downside. <laughs> talk to me. It's not all you think it is. Yeah. Ladies, it looks good on paper, but I'm telling you, there's a the fine print. There's a whole other thing when you gotta live with this man. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I am a delight. Just ask me, I'll tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ask somebody other than the general. No, let's not do that. They don't get it right. I get it right. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's about it. I think we answered all the questions. Um, besides, we do, if any of you are here from the beginning of the program, we do need to hang up, and I need to follow her into the study, waving my finger at her about this whole healthcare premium thing. I am not letting that fucking go. Hang up? What'd I say? You said hang up. We're going to hang up. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's, that's a genetic. Are we hanging up the phone? Kind of hang. I don't know the. Yes, the phone. I don't know. What do you? You know do? what? If you're worried about the healthcare premium, just go back and look at the statements, the credit card statements. It's the same credit card I use every single month. Yeah, I know. You it's will for the see bills. that it has not been used for anything other than bills. I am confident you're not going to find anything. Okay, but for senator. My- <laughs> <laughs> senator. Okay, listen. You got to look at it from one small point of view. If you said, you know, our bills were $1,200, and so you put $1,200 and you pay off the credit card, go use it for bills, and every month it gets used $1,200, and I put $1,200 so you can use that credit card to keep track of our bills. It's simple and it's easy. I got it. Yes. And then every month at the end of a year, I go, we've done good. You needed this much money. You spent that much money. Every month, it's no problem. I got you. Then you tell me 10 of those months, we didn't even need... Two hundred and some dollars. Two hundred dollars, but I probably added it to other things like our electric bill. I probably added more onto that. You'll see. I am not worried. You should be worried. I am going to come out clean, Senator. I'm. I'm. I'm telling you that this the the math does not lie. I'm still not worried. You're the one making this out to be bigger than it is. 
It's you just blew this on me right before we hit record. You're like, oh, by the way, I haven't needed to pay this bill in ten months. I got it for free. I'm like, then where'd the money go? And you're like, press play, press record, go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm not concerned about it. That's just like I right, didn't pocket the money. It's just like right before a church service, someone walking up and go, by the way, I've been cheating on you with your brother. Now let's go to church, and you can't say shit. You got to sit in there the whole time and not say anything. That's funny. That's bullshit is what it is. All right. Okay. Tell everyone goodbye, and then I'll close it up. Goodbye, out. everyone. Thank you for listening. See? You have a beautiful voice. I'm telling you. That's what they all wait for. All right. So, everybody, the music is coming up, has been coming up. Um, I got to go. I'm out of here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for wasting an hour of time with Gen X Talks podcast. This is the one you've been waiting for. I know you wait for all of them, but this is the one that you guys have been pushing me for. And since she uh, flipped the script on me last week and started asking me all these questions, it was only fair that we, we turned things around on her today. And I think she did well. Don't you? Yeah. So thank you for listening to Gen X Talks. I'm not sure what part of the world you're in, where you're listening from. I don't know if you're on AM or FM, Sirius XM Radio. Maybe you're on the Armed Service Radio Network. Wherever you're listening from, we appreciate you. We thank you. We love you guys. And we'll catch you guys on the flip side. <laughs>